0: Hey folks, Uh, before we get into this interview, I just need to uh, make a addendum, uh, correction rather. Uh, Emma from the Galaxy's Greatest podcast, who is starting Galestrian's greatest uh, Pathfinder 2e Twitch stream, uh, has pushed back the uh, launch of their stream to October 11th. Uh, So everyone, please go to Twitch. I'll be shouting out all the links for that, um, but yeah, check that out. Gilestrian's greatest tale of the witch boy, um, and you may recognize a familiar cast member. Uh, in that, I'm joining the stream as a player. How fun is that? Uh, that happened um, after this interview, but before we got to uh, before we got to that proposal, uh, we got a, a lovely chat uh, coming up right now. Uh, just remember, October eleventh, six thirty PST. PM, twitch.tv. There will be links. Please come hang out. Support a, uh, uh, a, a small, uh, a new uh, homebrew stream. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Hex Grid Hangouts. This week I'm joined by the GM of a homebrew Starfinder podcast called Galaxy's Greatest. Thank you for joining me today, Em.
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: Doing great. Super glad we got to do this. Me too, i have been, uh, been, Yeah, I've been a fan for a good long while. Uh, We've since uh, started to play games together, so it's uh, it's great to like, I haven't been like, after a game, I'm typically like, okay, all right, I'm going to go, like, (laughs) I'm not going to ask anyone of anything other than just showing up for a session, but uh, I've wanted to ask you to do this for a good long while. So um, I'm going to shut up for a bit. I'd like you to tell the dozens of my listeners uh, all about you and your podcast.
1: Cool. Um, thank you. I am super glad that we get to do this too. I think it's a really fun opportunity. Um, so Galaxy's Greatest is a Starfinder RPG actual play podcast trailing the adventures of a distant galaxy's greatest heroes as they overcome incredible challenges and yeah, it's it's the whole thing. So um, that's like my intro, Uh, but we are, thank you. So yeah, we're a Starfinder podcast. Um, Starfinder exactly what you guys play Mm -hmm. Um, and it's space fantasy. I would say my version of Starfinder is homebrew light. So it takes place in the canon universe that Starfinder is set within or rather Mm -hmm. the canon galaxy, I guess you would say, Um, because it's really only one galaxy. But Mm -hmm. um, my homebrew has elements to it that are just kind of stacking on top of what's already there. Um, I have a... Right now in Volume 1, which is in the process of being released, um, we're about five to six episodes away from the end for Volume 1. Uh... Volume one has a group of six, and they're fantastic role players. Super, super fun people. Really cool to hang out with. It's a a great way to spend my evening, um, and I just have fun with them all the time. So, uh, that's a good group, and I think it's a really good listen. Uh, not to be like too self-promoting oh no, but... no this
0: is yeah this is all about you promoting yourself please hide yourself <laughs> okay. up because i'm i'm about to gush about it as well so no you thank please. You. yeah
1: thank you um yeah i mean i i i like to think that we really do have really good group chemistry like we are we're we're a tight-knit group of people and we are really into the game and the thing that I like the most, and I think especially after the most re- recent episode, that Don knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, there are some role play elements that just like take the characters from fun, enjoyable, lovable people to, oh my god, I'm super invested in who this person is. Yes. And and I just like I I couldn't ask for better role players for Volume One, and Volume Two is going strong. We're recording right now, but. Volume One's uh, volume one is is being released. so that's I think what we'll focus on at least for this part of the conversation.
0: Yeah, sure. So uh, absolutely agree with your assessment on your uh, the homebrew light aspect. that's that's exactly what I do. Uh, for me, i I never like you know I'm dipping myself into this setting. I want to use the setting they're offering me because it's so good, and mm-hmm. I'm so not there to where I want to create my own setting. But uh, so very much the same thing. I my my first arcs it was uh the the lore has it. the starfinder society is needs new people. so the party is a bunch of new starfinders. and then, you know we I, I jumped around. Uh, second uh, group of people, <laughs> the uh, the triaxian Knights arc. it was a couple lines in the planet of triaxes's lore in the Packed worlds book. and I'm like, you know what? Let's go to this jungle. Let's fight these undead uh, uh, bear, vampiric bear things. So no, I we are very much, and that's part of the reason why I latched onto your podcast so heavily. It's like they are doing not exactly. Um, <laughs> you have uh, a much better grip already uh, as far as Jimmy. I I fumbled, stumbled. Sure. I'm good now. I feel, but uh, okay. but but you guys. Like I, I knew the Lord you were kind of touching on. I knew the, the creatures the Thakasa riders that the, the group, uh, well, I, I knew about the animal the Thakasa. I'm like, Oh my God, she's doing exactly what I'm doing. She's just, mm-hmm. we're just playing in the sandbox and it's so good. And your, your crew you. is so nice, so tight knit. So like and, um, they're, they're not afraid to like dig in onto a scene, uh, some of my earlier critiques of my own work is like I, I want to keep it moving because my previous group I played with, uh, the the pace was slow and plodding. So I'm like, no, 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 we're going to be moving. We're not going to stop moving. And uh, listening to you and other podcasts, uh, one of the great things about doing this is I, I never like blatantly rip off what other podcasts are doing. But like when I listen to it, I can get like, OK, this is the pace they're going. This is it, it helps me slow down <laughs> and, right, uh, yeah. and, and your, your crew, uh, a couple of them have, uh, sparked romantic interest in some of your NPCs. And for me, that's mm-hmm. like GM goals because, Aww. uh, I'm, I'm like, I don't push anything, but like a, a aspect of the way I do it is like, I'm not going to flirt with this person that I don't really know. And I only befriended on the internet, so I'm, I'm like still getting comfortable getting there, but you, you, it's great. Um, I, I love it so much. It's such a good show. Everyone, if you like our stuff, even a little bit, you're going to love galaxy's greatest. So I do want to ask you about your crew, mm-hmm. uh, your group, how did you guys meet? How did you all get together? How long have you all been playing together? And uh, what was the process like jumping from gaming to uh, production?
1: Yeah, that's um, a a really interesting question. I think for the group because we we had one session together before. I was like, "You guys want to start a podcast?" And they were <laughs> like, "Hell yeah, let's do it!" Um, that's awesome. And so it's just like random and fun. And uh, so we let's see, all of us are involved in the Quidditch community. All of us from volume one, at least are Mm -hmm. involved in the Quidditch community. Um, I think all of us from volume two are as well. Mm -hmm. Um, nonetheless, all, all of us are from, are from Quidditch. And so we've been playing Quidditch together for years. We've been involved with the Quidditch community, which if you don't know about it, um, quick plug (laughs) us Quidditch or major league Quidditch, check it out. It's a really fun sport, super inclusive.
0: And, uh, I yeah. No, it was so organized. I just thought like it was like a college pickup game, and like this was like you know this is what the this is what this friend group did. It's whole yeah. thing,
1: huh? Oh, I love Oh it, yeah, man. there's a whole league.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I'm I'm glad for that. And uh, so when everyone <laughs> stops this pod this interview to go start listening, uh, I, I love the the immediate running joke you all have about Quidditch. And uh, so it's just it's just fun. It's just so such a wholesome fun group, and I and I love how like immediately out of the gate there was, I mean like with every group just starting like there was some rules, um, unfamiliarity, but Definitely. there was zero hesitation as far as group cohesion, telling a story, playing together, which was uh, outstanding. So that's
1: yeah. Thank you for saying that. That's really what I yeah. love about the group is like we. We did, and, you know, as a GM, I definitely am more of a role-play-heavy GM than a rules GM.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so I... It, you know, rules are important, and uh, I try to make an effort to really understand the rules, but my strengths do not lie in the, like, gaming rules. Mm-hmm. And so it was a good challenge for me to be, like, more precise about things. But, no, you're absolutely right. Like, we are um we're much more of a role play group and i think that showed from the beginning and Mm -hmm. as as soon as anything happened we just jumped in we we rolled with it we've got like a perfect balance in my opinion of like of ridiculous role play fun (laughs) silly role play having a good time at a table together mixed with like Okay, well, when we need to get stuff done as a group, like when there's a hero's quest that we need to go on, Mm -hmm. they're like solid at it and they stick to task and get through it. And that's super easy for me as a GM. So honestly, I love my players. They're wonderful.
0: They really are. And uh, so you played together for one game and then sprung the question, how long have you been playing tabletop games and what was your introduction into the hobby like?
1: Sure, yeah. I, I'm pretty recent as mm-hmm. like compared to, I think, most people. Um, I started playing Pathfinder. That was the first game that I really ever had a, a campaign in, in Pathfinder mm-hmm. 1E. Um, and my experience with that was just, it's so numbers-heavy. It's super fun. There's so many options. And you can, like, build any type of character you want. Um, but it's very, like, dense. Mm -hmm. And so after some time playing Pathfinder, I would say like really like two and a half years of playing, I read that Starfinder was a thing and I found the core rulebook and I just started playing um, and started GMing for my Pathfinder group. Um, And like I hardly knew the rules at all, but we had fun (laughs) with it and the setting was super cool. Yeah. Uh, So I would say like two and a half years until I started playing Starfinder. And then on top of that, it's been another maybe two, three years, two years since then. Um, Yeah. So So I've got four-ish years of experience on me.
0: I am like, it's it's insane that that I am very much that. That is more or less like, I think I may have an extra year of pathfinder society games i used to play but okay. that was it yeah my friends like it was kind of like the taboo thing like you know if we play D D, then like we're irredeemable nerds and that's it so like i kind of had this like no it's fun i'm not gonna play it until uh, a coworker coaxed me into joining in 2015 14 and oh. uh pathfinder society it was fun and then they started teasing starfinder and i'm like Sci-fi has always been my bigger passion. And uh, and wow, we have, and then, yeah, I played for a little bit and my group was like, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, yes, sir. yes, please. Uh, I just haven't brought it up because I didn't want to be the guy to bring it up. But uh, wow, we are very close in our gaming origins. And yeah, uh, same, same, like only a couple years of doing it before really doing it at this level. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, so you got the group tight-knit group good friends they jump in you all jump in uh you are 30 some episodes in 20 some uh because you took a bit of a break with the pandemic stuff yeah uh but you're back uh Mm -hmm. promising double episode releases and delivering on them so no yeah yeah that (laughs) yeah no no that wasn't a dig no there was a couple oh you're fine couple weeks ago you like double episode. I'm like, okay, sure. And it was, I love it. So I'm so glad to have you back. I'm so glad uh, you've been playing throughout and I'm just so happy to hear the excitement from you and uh, uh, the folks at the at the table, uh, how much fun everyone's having. So no, it's, it's so yeah. good. One of my top listens. like uh, this isn't even me blowing smoke, like legit when I get the notification, if I'm at work, I'll stop what I'm doing. If I'm doing stuff at home, I'll find an excuse to just throw it on. It's it's that much Thank fun you. and it's so good, yeah. Um so uh I guess you know you kind of touched on what your story is about your uh playing in the setting. Do you want to kind of elevator pitch what your volume 1 uh themes uh, yeah. story? Yeah.
1: Sure. Um okay, so volume 1 is think of it as like epic space fantasy. Um, It starts out as just a group of people that kind of get thrown into the same situation as most D&D or Pathfinder or Starfinder (laughs) does. And um, they uncover this mysterious hints at some dark plot. Um, And they essentially come together toward trying to stop it. Um, And so I, I would say there's a lot of, within Volume 1, there's a lot of, like, not knowing what's going on, not knowing why it's happening, but knowing very clearly that there's something dark that's brooding in the distance. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it takes place in the Pact Worlds, um, and there is a mysterious group with the title The Dominion, and they keep popping up. Throughout the Pact Worlds, in little subtle places here and there. And there are strange, dark connections between them and these mega corporations within the Pact Worlds. And it falls onto the heroes. We've got Janet, um, Modus, Devesh, Baza, Bernouet. Um that's five. There are six. Oh, Jack. Yes. And then early on is Liara who steps out of the campaign. Um, but all of those heroes kind of come together and work toward first of all finding out what this darkness is, and mm-hmm. then two hopefully pushing it back. So it's your standard epic space fantasy or epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of ridiculous like ridiculousness along the way and yeah. silliness, yeah,
0: yep, yep. there's a lot of uh a uh, little bit of conflict uh, of the of the characters uh, not mm-hmm. quite sure how they feel about each other, which has been just great mm-hmm. and uh, the the character growth in uh, how many episodes? Like I'll be honest, when an episode drop, I just listen to it. I don't even know what number you're up to.
1: Thank you. Yeah, we're on twenty five, so we just released okay. twenty five like two days ago.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, so twenty five episodes, and there's already been substantial character growth. Which, as a, uh, quote unquote, content creator, uh, I'm just, I just like, just, uh just makes my heart soar to like hear like like solid character development throughout it's it's such a good thing i liken these actual play podcasts to television series because it's Mm -hmm. for me it's become appointment television because uh appointment listening anyway where this is the day this show drops their stuff so this is the day i have to make myself available for this uh and and it's it's right up there with all of them and uh, it's just so entertaining. Uh, your your music, uh, I got to give you props for your intro music. It's, Thank you. A lot of people have given you a, a, a tip of the hat of this. Can you talk a little bit about uh, what that is, who that is? Is that, is that any of you? It's, it's not any music? of us. Yeah, uh, I
1: actually, so I went to a site called premiumbeats.com. Um, oh, okay. guess I'll plug them here. And I purchased <laughs> it. I'm going to be honest, I don't remember the the name of the writer. Sure. Um, but that website is essentially a, um, it it just has a bunch of uh, copyright-free mm-hmm. music that you purchase. Okay. It's not super cheap, but um, it is well done. Yeah. And you can just basically use it an unlimited amount within the license that they give you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what we use.
0: I'm not a really good music person, so I can't, like, adequately describe it here. But, like, when it starts up, like, it's it's epic space and, fantasy. Yeah. It's, it screams. Like, you did a very good job of that one. I loved it. I've been meaning to ask you, but I've, like, held off some of the questions I've wanted to ask you since knowing you. Like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. Cool. And uh, it's just it's so good. It feels like... Uh, I I wish I could describe things better, but uh, immediately once you get into it, it puts you into the world and it's just, just so good. Um, Thank you. What else? Yeah. Uh, So uh, I said at the top, uh, so you are, you and Dan, the player of modus are in uh, Mm -hmm. a playthrough of fly for your die. Um, We just finished book one, having a blast playing with you all Uh, having a blast, uh, having a, and ever, most of the people I play with are also fellow GMs. To have you as a GM seeing how you come at things as a player is uh, super fun for me. So thank you. Uh, I, I say it all the time, but thank you for uh, <laughs> playing with me. It's so so fun to have you all at the table.
1: Thank you um, for having me at the table. It's really a fun game. I don't get to play often, so cool.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'll ask that. How often outside of the podcast... Do you get to play? Like, what's your gaming schedule like? Because you're a very busy person. I a teaching <laughs> life. Uh, so, so how much do you actually get to uh, sit down and play a game where production isn't at all on your mind?
1: All right, I'm gonna try to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to do my schedule here. Sure. So we've got Monday is a new upcoming mystery game that I think Don and I might talk about pretty soon. Uh huh um tuesday is volume two for the podcast every other tuesday with one mm-hmm. of my groups and that is called tales from baka and so that is upcoming fairly soon on the podcast and then the other week's tuesday is going to be a game called ancient awakenings that my friend is leading it's a d 5e game um and i'm gonna play some character just for fun. And then Wednesday, every Wednesday, is Signal of Screams with uh, Volume 2 for the podcast for Galaxy's Greatest. And then Thursday is you, Fly Free or Die, (laughs) every other week. And then the other week is my original Pathfinder group which is now switching to friday so i have just a ridiculous schedule um (laughs) but yeah it's uh i play in basically two other campaigns Mm -hmm. um yeah two two coming up on three campaigns that i'm just going to be a player and then i'm trying to kind of parse it down so that whenever i'm leading it is only for the podcast or our new network.
0: Nice. Uh that's awesome. I, I love I'm in a, le- a bit less games now than I was pre-pandemic. Um mm-hmm. but honestly, it's made me hone in and focus more on those games. Uh so yeah. I'm I'm happy with it, but it's good to hear how busy you are with your games that are, aren't just because I know some people where if it's not a podcast, they are, they're not rolling dice, and that just makes me weep because Sometimes we, we love doing this. Uh, This is, this is the, this is the hobby, the highlight of my week, but um, it is nice to just like, you know what? Uh, Yeah. I'm going to leave the fans on. So I'm not melting in my office. Uh, Just last night, you may hear my neighbors screaming at their children. Just, just a nice old fashioned. I say old fashioned. We play over the internet, but uh, it's, it's good that you get to have the, the, the production level quality Uh, You know, sit up straight, you know, doing this for however many people and then just like letting loose with friends. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, So you brought it up. Uh, Let's talk about as much as you're comfortable sharing, you don't have to drop any uh, hot gossip here, but um, you've announced (laughs) on social media about the network. So why don't you tell me about the network and uh, how that's going and what we can expect from that.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So Galaxy's greatest was my first project is my first project. Um, and I found out that I really loved it, and that this whole thing is super fun. It's mostly a passion project for me. I realize that we have listeners who are uh, you know, who who want the the storytelling and the uh, they they want to hear a story like you said earlier about the TV episodes. Um, and so I think for me, it's always been about sharing stories. And so the two kind of come together perfectly. Um, so we have the podcast, which is our original show. And then the network is now being created because I am starting a second show. Um, and that second show is going to be called Gillesrian's Greatest. And it is a Pathfinder 2nd Edition actual play homebrew podcast. And this is starting just because I want to be able to publish this material at some point in the future. Yeah. And I want to make it my own. Um, So we've got a group of people who are coming together for Monday nights starting on September 27th. And we're going to play live on Twitch, live Mm -hmm. stream it. And so it will be video and recording and then um we're gonna push it out to youtube and to uh a podcast software that we can send it out to all of the podcasting platforms mm-hmm. so that's our goal
0: yeah what's uh so is it going to be on the galaxy's greatest feed or will listeners need to jump on to uh, say, say the name again
1: uh, so we've got Galaxy's Greatest and then Gillesrian's Greatest.
0: Gillesrian's Greatest. Will it have its own feed then?
1: So Gillesrion's Greatest will have its own RSS feed, Good. its own cool. podcast feed. Uh, Galaxy's Greatest as well. Mm-hmm. And then the Greatest Guardians Gaming Network uh, <laughs> is our our new network that we're starting because the theme of the podcast has always been uh, to follow the stories of the greatest heroes Mm -hmm. and um we are going to have a network that encompasses both of those shows now and that network will be on twitch as well as twitter we're already on twitter um and an rss feed or i'm sorry not an rss feed but it'll encompass the two shows that are
0: Excellent. Love it. I'm super excited for it. Uh So Thank I, you. I am curious uh what is your favorite letter of the English alphabet?
1: My goodness. Um are you asking oh my okay, you're so you're asking if G is my favorite letter of the alphabet. There you go. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm initially all about braiding and alliteration. <laughs> so like zero judgment or shade here. I'm just curious. <laughs> I love it. So I was just curious if like that's a conscious effort to make sure the G's are showing up.
1: Uh so yeah, it's uh it, it first started as like what sounds good. I uh mm-hmm. I fell in love with the name Galaxy's Greatest. And I initially my friend was like you should make a galaxy's greatest podcast and i was like that's a little conceited i'm not gonna do that
0: (laughs) um because
1: i know we're not gonna be like right off the bat we're we're gonna be learning um Mm -hmm. and so but maybe the goal someday we will be but um nonetheless it sounded good galaxy's greatest because Mm -hmm. i think it can kind of imply a number of other things and then when the idea to create this pathfinder podcast came up slash stream came up, um, I was like, well, I want it to be very apparent that like this is a sister podcast to Galaxy's mm-hmm. Greatest. And I want it to be very apparent that the network has a brand. And so Galaxy's Greatest and then Gillesrian's Greatest fit Love together it. pretty well. And yeah. yeah, so there we go.
0: Awesome. Uh, so uh, I'm going to get this episode out before the 27th. Thank you. Cool. Yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah. What audience I do have, I do want to bring it to bear and have everyone show up, uh, for this. Thank you. I, I'm super excited. I I love I love seeing and it's just for me like the show is its own beautiful thing and I love listening to it, but also getting to befriend you, hanging out with Dan, seeing you on Discord, uh, seeing the group on Discord. It's it's fun for me. Who's I've been. We just hit our three-year mark on twitter so uh i'm coming up on my third anniversary of releasing the first iteration of the podcast that no one should ever listen to ever again because i deleted it um (laughs) it was bad uh you you started off miles better than i started and that and i don't have any (laughs) like ego about it i just i love hearing groups discover uh find their footing and just watching them uh it's like uh like watching like a newborn horse, which I promise is <laughs> supposed to be endearing. Uh, Thank just, you. just watching, just seeing you grow. And, uh, it's, it's so great seeing, uh, you're flying <laughs>
1: twitch. It's you. Awesome. Yeah. It's I'm excited. Be
0: yeah. Um, so I don't take notes for these. I don't have like pre prepped questions. We sure. covered a lot of the big hitting points. Um, I guess, uh, how much okay so you started with Pathfinder found that mm-hmm. to be uh crunchy <laughs> to yeah. put it mildly switched to Starfinder what has it been like and how much experience have you had at this point playing Pathfinder second edition what's that been what's that yeah. journey been like
1: So I'm the kind of person that learns best when I play um yes. learns best when I lead I'm really not the best at noticing what I don't know unless I actually do it I am not Mm -hmm. typically the type of person who can just power through a rule book and like understand everything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so I typically like to try and practice and and learn the game a bit. Uh, This one, I don't have much experience with 2E, but I have been actually trying to do a lot more watching of videos on how the game works. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to kind of pull up a board and like walk myself through some of the rules, like play it myself as I go. And and we're actually starting on Monday, um, this coming Monday, which will be the, what is that, the 23rd? Third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, on the 23rd, the group and I for the new stream for Gillesrian's Greatest. We're gonna get together and we're gonna practice a bit. And so we're gonna do this all the way up to the twenty-seventh of September. So we've about a month of time to practice. And that's definitely not a whole lot. Um, but I'm kind of the type of person that likes to learn as we go. And I also like to focus on story more than anything else anyway. Yes. If I mess up, I mess up and I learn. And yeah. so I'd rather tell a really amazing story right off the bat than jump in and like be so concerned with the rules that that I'm not actually getting a story across. And so, yeah, yeah. So we're going to start that way. Um, But I have been doing quite a bit of reading and quite a bit of like practice on my own. So that's my experience. I also had a friend in my original group lead us through a Pathfinder 2E game. And I was just so hooked. From that mm-hmm. moment it's such yeah. a good system oh my goodness it's so good it's so well done yeah
0: yep yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm in one game of it I have a uh, Sean from my podcast he's running us through a world that is um Final Fantasy 1 but he's converted it into uh, like we're using the Final Fantasy One map and everything and following the Too story cool. I've never I've never played. The, the the video game uh, mm-hmm. so I'm discovering the world for myself and I have a little Final Fantasy uh, Spotify playlist playing softly in the background as we play so uh, I've only had five sessions but I love it it's so good I listen to three or four Pathfinder podcasts that helped me get used to it also I, I can hear things and you know I can refer back to them struggling over a rule, and that helps me. But I'm kind of a similar way where uh, I need to do the thing and mess up the thing Mm -hmm. to actually learn the thing. So that's awesome. I'm super excited. Uh, So September 27th is when this stream, this Pathfinder 2E game will launch.
1: Yeah, September 27th, 6.30 p.m. on Twitch. And people can follow us us on Twitter um, at... Greatest and that's G R8 S T mm-hmm. guardian. Uh sorry, Greatest Guardians. Mm-hmm. And that is our network Twitter, which we can link to my other Twitters as well. Or yeah.
0: Yeah, there will um, be all these links in the show notes for this, and I'll definitely cool. be signal boosting on social media so we can get Thank as many <laughs> any eyeballs on the Twitch screen. Awesome. Fantastic. Cannot wait for it. Um I'm excited. Cool.
1: And then on that note too. Um, the title of our first volume for Gillesrian's Greatest will be "Tales of the Witch Boy," and it is a story about the first ever boy in my homebrew to be born and chosen by a patron as a witch. That's awesome! So, I'm excited.
0: Uh, that's a yeah. That's a like. That's a that's a marketable name of a thing that's a book i would read that's an Thank audio you. book yeah no that's that's amazing i love that title Thank um you. yeah gonna be great and so uh who from the Starfinder pod will be in the pathfinder pod stream
1: at this moment if you can't say it's fine at this moment nobody
0: oh nice we
1: have an entirely new group of people which i'm very excited about new although friends. rumor has it um that vanessa go who plays janet snakehole mm-hmm. in volume one galaxy's greatest she may be able to join us so we'll see i awesome. really hope she can she's amazing mm-hmm. she's a really fun role player yeah so I'd, I'd love to see her in this but um that depends on some availability so we shall see mm-hmm. yeah it's a new group
0: awesome new friends to make new voices mm-hmm. to hear i can't wait that's gonna be great so yeah. so that's that's mostly the interview about the TTRPG stuff. I am curious if uh, you want to talk a little more about Quidditch, or if there's anything else you'd like to chat about uh, within the system. I know uh, Paizo is constantly releasing stuff. So if there's any of the new stuff of Starfinder you want to chat about, we can hit that up.
1: Sure. Um, let's see, I I don't think I have too much on my mind regarding Starfinder. Mm-hmm. Quidditch is quick. It's uh, try to find your local team if you have one because it's a really fun sport. It's very inclusive and a lot of fun. Um,
0: so how does it work? Sport.
1: Yeah. Um, so we have uh, we have a gosh. We have so um, two teams of twenty-one people get together and play against each other and you have seven people on the field at a time um a number of those people need to be minority gender um oh wow and then yeah so it's very inclusive um and all genders are welcomed within the sport uh it is a full contact tackle sport and there are dodgeballs as well involved um (laughs) And then there's a snitch, which is a person who runs around and they have a sock and inside the sock is a tennis ball and it's velcro to the back of their shorts. And that is the snitch. <laughs> um, and they have to, its it kind of works like a combination between running and wrestling. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's an experience. I recommend go to YouTube and type in like, US Quidditch Nationals uh texas or university or of ucla quidditch or whatever and like type in your favorite school and see if they have a quidditch team and watch them play okay.
0: um, yeah so uh is it similar scoring to the the game uh that people are familiar with from other media
1: it is yeah it's very similar um yep. same positions got keeper chaser beater seeker mm-hmm. and um they basically just the keepers and chasers defend their hoops and try to score. The beaters mm-hmm. defend their hoops and try to open up offensive lanes, mm-hmm. and the seeker tries to catch the snitch.
0: Nice. Um, and this is a, a, an aside thing. Uh, and if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. I I didn't bring I brought you on here you to know, talk about whatever you want to talk about. So if you don't want to talk, I was I'm about to ask if you're cool to talk about it. Uh, mm-hmm. The connection with <laughs> Hate monger J.K. Rowling. Do you do oh, you want to yeah. talk about that at all, or would you rather leave it on a positive note? Um, like, I'm going to you... keep talking, but I don't want to put you on the spot and like grill you if you don't want to delve into it. It's entirely up to you. I,
1: I don't mind. um okay. Yeah, I mean, my opinion of her is basically based on a number of things that she has said in on Twitter, mostly in the past. Um, And I believe also in a couple interviews, uh, she doesn't have a positive viewpoint of people who are mostly it's trans women, I think, is who she tends to target. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And the conversation or the, the Twitter posts that she has put out have just, when put in context. Very blatantly shown to me that she is, um, she has a lot of growth to do. Um, and that is a
0: very diplomatic way of putting it. I'm impressed. <laughs> no, it's good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's way more reasonable than she's been in certain subjects. So cool. I yeah. didn't want to. I was fine to just glaze over it and just move on, but uh, I thought I would. <laughs> give you an out if you didn't want to chat about it Um so uh so so you all play the i love the uh the inclusion of the uh the rule about the minority genders mm-hmm. uh so that's why i'm like i wonder if this is uh so is is any of that like in defiance to? is like is there any like yeah most the of the conversation quidditch... go
1: ahead yeah and i was just gonna say most of the quidditch community at this point is like we don't want anything to do with her um sure and really the sport it was established early on in the sport that (laughs) that uh, and there was almost a lawsuit i believe at one point um it was determined that quidditch and jk rowling's stories were to remain separate um and so we did that uh we we have held true to that but this i think has distanced us even further because it is an incredibly accepting community Mm -hmm. there's a whole group within the quidditch community that is lgbt plus Mm -hmm. and like it's i mean it's it's just a really vibrant beautiful colorful amazing community and like you don't you know when you have that and you have someone transphobic like the two don't the two don't mix
0: love it no that's that's great yeah it's your sport it was fun you all developed this community these these friendships that have sparked entire podcast networks uh so to like be that defined like no no that person has their own baggage they're not going to tear this away from us I love that yeah. camaraderie so no that's that's dope I love it okay Thanks. excellent cool. uh so I actually did think of another Starfinder thing I did want to ask you and this isn't to like uh fan any sort of uh fire but um I have noticed in listening you haven't done and I'm guilty of it also like I my I guess I could just face a question. So uh how do you feel and how does your group feel about starship combat?
1: Yeah, we wanted to try it. Um we I personally love starship combat. I think it's mm-hmm. really really well written. Yeah. Um I know that's an unpopular opinion <laughs> among a lot of people. Yeah. Um but I think if you play it right, it has to be one of, it it has to be one of the most amazing and fun collaborative things in the game. Yeah. So, like I love it. I also think that the group could have loved it if we had more of an opportunity to practice it. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the downfall of Starship Combat is that It happens so infrequently in most people's campaigns that when a GM introduces it, Mm -hmm. the party's like, oh, my God, what do we do? Because it is so different from everything else.
0: That is 100% the exact thing I say about it. I'm on record in this podcast of saying, like, I love it as well. I grew up a big Star Trek guy, love Star Wars, Starship Battles so the the level of uh things you can do in starship combat is so good. uh I would love to have done it more now that uh the the current group is all for Starship combat. so we will be doing it. It's just i i what we I wanna part of my thing is like i don't I try to thread the story and the combats so that it's not like i have I have some people who've been playing for literal decades uh and they have like a very specific view of like oh no you have this number of encounters in an adventuring day and I'm like I like having combats that mean something I like having combats that like okay I have to throw this uh, group of wolves at you because you haven't fought today And am like I don't really love that uh-huh. uh, so I, I've been waiting to pick my moment to bring starship combat and we have practiced once or twice uh, doing it and everyone has decided their roles they're going to stick to those roles I'm super excited to translate that and it's exactly the point i make is in a a standard ap uh, adventure path book you have maybe one instance of starship combat Uh so when that group only plays it once in a book which can take as quick as three months as long as a year and a half uh like it takes a while to get through those books and that's that's you know dozens of sessions with no starship combat and then to spring it on them it's it's a little unfair to the system it's a little unfair to the players and if i can uh, get on my soapbox for just a little bit it's uh, a little unfair of some players to bash it so hard
1: Mm -hmm. i agree (laughs) and
0: that's not directed at really anyone in particular but like i've heard podcasts be like you know what we're going to skip this starship combat and i'm like guys come on just Just, you know, act like you love it, I guess. I don't know. It's just, it it hurts. And I understand there's like mechanical criticisms. I'm a bit like you. I don't really care about numbers and optimization. Like I'm here. Like if I have to uh, truncate and uh, uh, MacGyver some rules to make it more enjoyable for my party, I'll do it in a heartbeat.
1: Right. And see, here's the thing too, is like, something that so many people forget about starship combat is that it's a role-playing game too Mm -hmm. and like when you get into a starship combat um and the reason i love it so much is like you you role play out that like it's it's like you're in a freaking x-wing you're like Mm -hmm. red five reporting in it got a bogey on my (laughs) right like you know like you're 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 having you got to get into character with it and when you start doing that then you start having fun and -hmm. i think when you do that or when players do that the mechanics go by the wayside the mechanics are of course important for any game but like they don't have to be front and center in everything that we do and starship example starship combat is excuse me is a perfect example of that Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah like even I, I've heard criticisms like, "Oh, if I fail, I've wasted my turn." I'm like, if you watch Star Wars, Han Solo, his ship is not in the best shape. He's constantly failing his engineering checks. He's constantly failing piloting and gunnery checks. The failures are just as much a part of the adventure as the crit successes, and right. uh, I think that kind of bogs people down. It's a bummer when you don't you don't succeed, but also like that's that's informing the narrative that we're all telling. So cool. We're, we're, we're on the same page on that too. It's something I like to bring up with, I think about every Starfinder GM I've had on here, I brought up Starfinder combat just to help shine a light. Mm-hmm. Where others I've heard uh, are quite dismissive of it. And it's, it's a, it's a bit frustrating. And I try to try to present it in a, in a kinder way than uh, my group hates that we don't do it. That's fine. I'm not here to you know dictate what your group does just right. try to let others have fun with it and mm-hmm. maybe you'll stumble and fall into falling in love with it like uh some of us have so excellent okay so um all right uh M, we uh i mean Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me. I loved talking about your story. I I want everyone listening to go and start listening so we can talk about, uh, you mentioned Janet. Janet in particular, uh, she's that (laughs) character who, uh, oh, this is a simple uh, NPC encounter. No, no, no. Janet doesn't do simple NPC encounter. Oh, hey. She's a a driving force of narrative. And I, I love it.
1: Listen, if you are here for queer romance uh-huh. in space between an orc and a psychic woman, listen to Galaxy's Greatest. It's a slow burn and it's wonderful.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. In 25 episodes, we go from, uh, I, I think, Brash would be a, a, a fair assessment of some of her interactions with some of the people. And sure. it's good. Uh, yeah. Then to see that like, hey, I want to call them. I want to get them on the line right now. I want to know what they're doing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hell yes. Get it. Uh. So yes. Uh. Actually need to go back and re-listen to 25 because uh, that night I listened at work. I had a, a new guy at work and I was crack- cack-ing, cracking up slash cackling. And this guy is trying to talk to me about work. I'm like, i I need you to go somewhere so i kind of like some of some of the fun some of the fun bits uh missed me because i was dealing with people and why i I do podcasts am i I, right yeah (laughs) why can't they be podcasts um so excellent yes uh queer romance in space yeah it's what everyone wants it's what all the kids are talking about it really is so Get on it. Listen, leave reviews. Please leave reviews. I, I try to tell yeah. people I, I don't love Apple. Uh I don't love having to uh <laughs> put my hand up for uh just one scrap of Apple love. Right. But uh they're still the leading number driver. And if people could just give a good review, leave a good review. They're good. Even if an episode uh this isn't directed at your podcast, you have good audio, but if a podcast starts with less than stellar audio, they're going to get better or they're not going to be around. Uh, And galaxy's greatest has excellent audio. Thank you. Doesn't have half the audio woes that this podcast has had, has had. Wow. That sentence Uh, get on iTunes, Apple podcasts, whatever they're calling themselves these days, leave a review, let them know that you are here for it. You are here for Boz's antics here oh my for god is here for modus's uh uh fears.
1: Ir- i'm sorry go ahead
0: yeah no fears is good yeah yeah no yeah. Oh, I, was, I said it,
1: tears my oh, tears, tears specifically about modus
0: yes uh oh, that was 24 goodness. yes um yeah. that that episode i remember the number four i'm like oh my god am i gonna get choked up in a safeway grocery store uh listen to oh. this it was, it was good. It's, it's like I, like I said before, like GM goals, like your group is so good and I love my group, but Thank I you. also love your group. Uh, so go check them out. Uh, stay tuned for announcements on their social media. I will be instantly retweeting them so you won't have to go far to find you uh,
1: okay.
0: and give them a listen. So thanks M, And we'll hear from you again real soon.
1: Sounds good. Thank you, Don. Have a good night.